English 11. What is up, y'all? What time is it? It's 8.48 on Monday, March 30th. And if this hasn't felt like the longest month of your life, <laughs> you are not living like I'm living. Um, this has felt like one long month, although sadly I feel like April's not going to not gonna really take us anywhere fast, that's for sure. Um, guys, how are you? How are you tonight? Well, here's the episode. Here's what we got going tonight. I'm going to talk a little bit about my day, my silver lining. I'm going to talk a little bit about what's going on in Common Lit right now. And then I want to talk about another, I think, a video that you will find cool that I'm going to post to Classroom. And then um, we'll do some shout outs. So uh, my day, my silver lining. You know, it was cloudy today. And you guys know me from being in my classroom. Like, I can't, I need the natural light. I'm like a little sunflower. I can't do the clouds, guys. They make me sad. I didn't get my walk in today. It was just a little too chilly. None of my children wanted to go with me. And I don't know. I got to get it in tomorrow. Um, I made pancakes this morning with Tatum, as usual. And don't worry, I'm all stocked up on pancakes. We temporarily ran out of pancake mix. And now we have like, I don't know, six boxes or something. Um, oh, guys, another update. I figured out how to get my groceries. I figured out where to get groceries from so I don't have to go to the store because it's just too much for me to go to the store. So I'm getting, I didn't do a delivery, but I did a pickup today and that was great. Really like that. Um, also, saving a lot of money on not um, buying gas because I never drive anywhere. I'm sure my little hustlers out there who have to pay for their own gas know what I'm talking about. So that's kind of good. Um, I had a really nice family dinner with my fam tonight and it was okay. We had a good day. Like, you know, Monday we always like start off strong on the schedule and, um, by Thursday the wheels will be coming off, but Hey, let's take it one day at a time. Everybody. I have to say, if you're following the news as crazy as I am, it looks like Looks like we're going to have a bit of a rough week here in Michigan. And maybe by week we mean month. We don't really know. Um, I think it's really hard to not be obsessed with the news. And again, I don't know how obsessed with the news you guys are, but maybe the, the adults in your house are talking about it. Um, it can feel overwhelming. And every time I open Twitter, the first thing on my Twitter feed is something, some horrible piece of news. And I've gotten a little bit better about managing my screen, my own screen time, but I still think I need stricter boundaries for myself. Um, because it really, I can, I can get so consumed in it that I forget the things that are right in front of me, like my work and my kids and my house, because I'm so consumed with the fear and the anxiety and, um, you know, contemplating what the future will look like. I, I, uh, I listened to a podcast called The One You Feed, which is a weird title, but I'm going to explain it. And it opens, every episode opens with this parable. A parable is a little story that tells you something or teaches you a little bit of a lesson. So it starts off with this parable where there's a little girl and she's talking to her grandfather and the grandfather says, you know, every human brain has two wolves. Uh, one wolf is the wolf that embodies fear and anxiety and stress, like debilitating stress and all sorts of negative emotions that can really hurt a person. Jealousy, um, all that, all that kind of negative stuff. And then there's another wolf in everyone's brain. And that wolf 
has things like optimism and kindness and compassion and focus. And so the little girl said, well, and the grandpa says like, it's a war between these two wolves, right? In our brains. And I feel that every day. Anyway, the little girl says to her grandfather, um, who wins? Which wolf wins in, in the brain? And he says, the one you feed. Meaning the wolf who wins in your brain is the wolf that you're going to pay attention to and give and give all your thoughts over to, right? And I have to say, from my own perspective, I am a person who has a really, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, I love to make up stories and write stories. Like, I have a very strong imagination, but that can oftentimes turn on me where I can imagine or foresee or contemplate all sorts of really negative futures for myself. And I can, that can consume me in many ways. Um, and I, I don't want to do that. And part of, you know, it's just mental practice, like why we all try to meditate. If you haven't tried to meditate, well, I should speak for myself. I should try to meditate more. But this mental practice of like, just because you have a thought doesn't mean that you have to allow that thought to like gnaw on your brain. So a lot of times when I open Twitter, it shows me horrible numbers, right? Like how many, oh my gosh, I think I, I saw online today that the number of people who have died in the state of Michigan doubled today. Um, again, if you're not listening to the news, I think I'm kind of maybe bringing it down right now, but, but, um, I mean, we should know the information, right? But anyway, there's a lot of really hard things happening out there right now. Um, and that will continue to happen. And it will, from everything I read, it says it's going to get worse before it gets better. Um, and that can be hard for any of us humans to deal with, especially when, if you have a person in your home who has to go to work every day because they're a doctor or a nurse or a person who works in a hospital, I'm sure that's even more stressful on your family. What I am here to say is that as odd as it sounds, you know, we just have to try to find the people in our community that help us and can distract us in healthy ways and can be there for us when we need to express how we feel. And I know that I'm just a voice on the other, I'm on your phone right now probably, but you know, I want you guys to know that I'm thinking about you all the time. Um, and I'm just going to continue to provide a voice and content and things for you to focus on. If you're a person who's stressed or anxious about this time period, um, I'm just going to do my best to try to be a presence in your life. That is really what I'm here to do in any way that I can. Maybe it's just on social media. Maybe it's just on the podcast. Maybe you're actually doing the common lit work and you're thinking about things, but whatever it is, I want, I'm going to try my best to be a presence in your life because I want our community to even just feel each other, like feel the presence of each other. Um, because I know we can't see each other. We, we can't be in the same room right now. Um, we can't be on the same football field right now. It's just insane. So um, I just want to try to maintain a presence in in the lives of my Berkeley students because I know that for me, my community was everything to me. You guys, those you know, the teachers I talk to in the hallway every day, um, the administration, Terry and Steve, everybody, right? And then that community just disappeared overnight. So I want to try my best to give you the, even the tiniest sense of community because I know for me, that's really mentally helpful. 
<laughs> Mr. Malash, he sent, he's, he's a great principal. He, every Friday, like when we were in school, he would send out Friday notes and it would just be like, Hey, another week, you know, here's some things you need to know. And there's always like a meme at the end. And, um, he emailed us recently the first Friday that we were out of school, he emailed Friday notes and there was a survey and in the survey, it was like, what do you want me to keep doing? <laughs> Or what do, what do you need from me to like keep your spirits up? And I said, I need you to keep doing the Friday notes. <laughs> I don't even know why. But I was like, don't take away the Friday notes too. Um, so anyway, um, I just want to be here for you in the small ways that I can be here for you while we cannot be together. So let's talk a little bit about what you guys have been doing at Common Lit. And I had this funny, it's not funny, it's sad, but this thought today where the three things you've been made to read in Common Lit have been more diverse than anything we've read all year. Is that true? I don't know if that's true. I'd have to fact check myself. But I did have that moment where I was like, wow, um, in three short readings, you guys have done, you know, you've heard from a more diverse list of authors than what I've taught all year, which is terrible, but I'm here to talk about it. Um, and common lit, which is, I'm sure you guys know, it's this like national sort of database of things for teenagers to read, but they're really good with diversity. Um, and I really love the readings that they've, that we've, you know, teamed up with them in use so far. But one thing that we maybe six hour, we kind of scratched the surface of this. I really don't think we've talked about this too, too much. Well, in our American dream unit, we did, but like diversity in literature is a really big deal. And it often goes unaddressed. I'm not sure if that's the right word for it. And the common lit readings made me think about that, especially today's um, with Celeste Headley. And she interviews, um, you guys have this interview about um, Native Americans and our education system. And I, I, I guess like, it's hard for me to know what you guys learn in middle school and in, I, I have a pretty good idea of what you learn in high school. Actually, maybe I don't, but I do think in the English department, we can improve the, um, we can improve the diversity of our authors. I definitely think that. Um, and I, I've had that thought for a long time and we've made small changes and we've made changes over the years, but I think it's something that we need to continue to address. So one thing that I found interesting about what you guys read for today is this idea of like, where do we learn about native, um, like where does the native American voice come in for any unit? Um, and so that's a good question. Where does the native American voice come in in your U S history unit? Like, do you guys start with native Americans in U S history? I don't know. Um, but it's definitely something that in the American education system has been really neglected one of my amazing, awesome students in sixth hour did her research paper on her demographic for the American dream was the, was, was native Americans. And I said to her, like, you know, we all, when we did our slideshows, like we read this slideshow and you were the only person who picked this demographic. It's just not something that people are really interested in. And maybe that's because where we live and um, maybe people are interested in their own cultures or traditions. And I don't think we have any, to my knowledge, maybe we do native American students in Berkeley high, but I, I should know, shouldn't I, if we have native American students, but it's just a, it's just a topic that the, I believe the American public school system has not done a great job with. Um, so in your interview, Celeste Headley, who I really like, I've heard her on a number of shows. She interviews Anton Truer 
And he's an American academic um, who focuses on the Ojibwe language and American Indian studies. Um, and I, I find this article really interesting because just like, just like the other two we've read, you know, in order to understand the year 2020, and I'm talking about non-pandemic places, um, we really have to understand like where everybody came from. And that's a hard thing to wrap your head around. But it's true. And the one thing that I talk a lot about in AP Lit, especially right now, second semester, is I talk about like, what are the stories that you've been told over and over and over again? Not like, what are the books that you've read, but what are the stories you've been told? And I know that sounds like, well, what are you talking about? But um, you, you want to think about that. What are the stories when you think about like the movies you've seen and the books you've read, right? We talk about this in AP Lit a lot. But I like, I want to talk about an English, English 11 also, which is whoever you are, female, male, um, black, white, maybe you weren't born in this country, maybe, you know, whatever you're, wherever you consider your identity. Like I love to talk about, I would love to talk about right now with you. Have you seen yourself, have you seen yourself as a main character in a book in school? And for many of you, the answer is yes. And for many of you, the answer is no. And that like blows my mind. It's 2020. Um, There's so many books to read. There's so much time K through K through 12. So if we're not seeing everybody in the books we read, we've got a real problem. Um, I'm going to link a video into classroom once I, once I get off the pod recording here. And it's a video of a guy. Um, I don't know how to say his name, Jeffrey Verage. And he is a, He's a comic book artist and he's also Native American and he talks about um, bringing Native American representation to comic books. And it's such a good video because he's like any kid, like he's obsessed with comic books and he's a native, he happens to be Native American and he talks about like where he saw himself, like where he saw people like him, like how did we, how did America or the West represent Native Americans when he was a kid. He talks a lot about that. And then he talks about like why he draws what he draws. And it's just a really cool video and it fits in with kind of what we're talking about. But there seems to be a really big consequence if you are not able to see yourself in the books you read or in the books that you're taught at school. There seems to be a big consequence associated with that. Um, and I don't know how to like cause an upheaval of, um, of the books that we teach, but I do think the upheaval has, has to happen. I would also say like, if you're a person who's been frustrated by this before, and I know you guys are out there, um, like what books exist for you that, you know, we could get into our library. Um, what books exist for you that you know are out there, but like, we just don't have access if you've ever read a book that you feel like is worthy of being taught to, to, to a class, right? Like a Fahrenheit 451. Um, I'd love to know about it. Or I'd love to hear about it. Um, so talk to me guys, send me an email if you want, or find me on the socials about diversity in, in works of literature or just in books that get read in high school. And I'd love to hear your thoughts on the topic. I'd love to hear your thoughts right now. If we were together, um, so that's it. I hope you guys are doing well. I got to do my shout outs. All right. I got a big list of shout outs today. I just want to say the following people 
I see you doing your thing and I love that you're here. I love that I get to read your stuff. Um, so I want to shout out these people. If you have not posted your journal, I want to say this before I shout out people. If you haven't posted your journal, please write your journal. They are, the journals are the best. I should have done this a long time ago, but I absolutely love reading the journals. If I don't, if you don't see comments on your journal today, they're coming today, tomorrow, Wednesday. I got a ton. Oh, pardon me, yawn. The well-timed yawn. I have a ton of stuff to read from you guys, which is great. I absolutely love reading everything, but like you heard at the beginning of the podcast, I know I don't read it during the day. I got to read it in the mornings and then at night. So it takes me a while to get through everything, but I love it. If you haven't posted your journal, what are you doing? Post your journal. If you're, if you've got, if you've got the time, do you guys have time? Okay. Post your journal. Um, I want to shout out from sixth hour, my some of my sixth hour crew, Sarah, Lindsay, Jacob, Tori, Seeger, Gage. I see you guys doing your thing from my fourth hour crew. I want to shout out Viv, Sydney G, Simon, Dean, Tyler. I see you out there doing your thing. Okay, guys, that wraps it up for tonight's episode. Thank you so much for listening. I love you all very much. I want everyone to stay healthy, and I'll see you guys or I'll talk to you guys tomorrow night.